We're live. What up? Let's get weird. Your boy is back. Well rested after a, quite a bender the other night. Good job yesterday, guys, in the show. Now on a plus 2,300. I'm winning plus 2,300s when I'm not even here. So uh, we'll get to that. We'll talk about the Rams game. We'll talk about Lamar Jackson. Got a lot of shit going on in the UFC right now. That's the big news. Mike will be on the show. I'm no one better to talk about it than the guy who fucking cornered Khabib for his first fucking 10 fights who lived in the back end of those UFC headquarters. You better have all the back end information. I, I just talked to him. He's got a lot. I told him I got conspiracy theories. He actually disagreed with me at first, and then Mike actually found a political angle, which could be brewing on all this stuff. So I got a conspiracy theory, too. Yeah, so we'll fill you in now. Let's introduce the cast of characters before we get started. Evan Hand, we're probably not going to do much baseball today. Just a quick little run through. Okay, we got a college football. We got NFL. We got UFC. We got to bang through this shit. A lot going on. How you feeling today, brother? Uh, I'm not doing well. I'm still in shambles over my TikTok account being banned. I do well. <laughs> now you fucking know, right? When you, yeah, everyone I'm makes pissed. fun of me. Tommy always talks about his Twitter. That's going to haunt you for fucking years. I went for we went from ten thousand followers to I have we have like eleven now. Eleven fucking followers. Wah, 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 wah. Everyone, no one wants to talk about conspiracies and censorship until it happens to them. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Evan. And you didn't do nothing wrong. So I didn't do a fucking thing. Run around and yell, bitch, cunt, fucking all the words you can't say, because they're gonna fucking wipe you out anyway. Sad, sad reality we're, we're living in. Bill, we're up. Me and you have been on the phone all morning from the view to fucking UFC. What is going on? A lot going on in the world today. Rackets, Tommy actually called me up and he was watching the view without me telling him to put it on. Wow. What do you think of that? Oh. I had to mute while I started the stream. Yes, uh, that is true, Rackets. That is true. During the show, I was trying to tell him something too, and he's like, "No, no, be quiet, quiet." Uh, I did. So, so I hate watch the View Rackets. Right? I don't watch it. I just when Bill's watching it, you know, when you're on the phone with Bill, you have to watch what he's watching. No, you well, called me first. You were no, 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 no. I know, I know. Let me, let me, let me elaborate. So I end up getting dragged into this because I'll be on the phone with him. Like you just keep it out of sight, out of mind, right? But I'm usually on the phone with Bill, and he's like, "That's just saying," and then I got to turn it on and hate watch it for a second. Today, Rackets, I guess maybe the game was on Channel 7 last night. Is that yeah. right? So when I went to sleep, Channel 7 was still on. So I woke up at 11.05 to these dumb bitches on The View in my ear. It's the greatest alarm clock ever. Because I started hearing him. I got so mad, I jumped out of bed. You oh, woke up to Joy Behar? Uh, no, it was the stupid, uh, the, the black lady, the fucking lawyer, the racist one. Oh. Yeah, so that's how my day started with The View. And now we got chaos. How you doing, Rackets? Uh, fantastic. All right. Good night last night. Yeah, let's go. Fucking big night for us last night. Um, I actually kind of, the, the halftime thing, obviously subscribers all hit that plus 2,300. You guys, great job giving that out on the show too, on the state cash and picks. The, uh, the game was fucking, it was a game. Like I wasn't too surprised, thought the bills would win. There were some props that were terrible. Bill, you just slammed the fucking Cooper cup props. You thought they were ridiculous with the seven and a half. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, I mean, it should be nine and a half every week. Yeah. Um, he's a fucking target beast. You know, he gets one or two down for deep. You know, and everything else is crossing patterns over the middle. Seven and a half is a joke. Um, you know, it'll be probably eight and a half next week. Um, I still love it. So I'm going to hit it until he doesn't catch that. I mean, because yeah. it's, it's a joke. 
Yeah, I thought the I thought the biggest joke prop yesterday we had Max bet on Stefan Diggs over five and a half. I think he had six and a half. I mean, uh, props didn't make sense, but the most popular, as I always say, rackets. You like the puns? I've deemed it popular after next last year. Every fucking prime time game, the most popular prop never hit last year. I told like you that. Time, whether it was Jonathan Taylor touchdown, Josh Allen over one and a half, whatever it is, it was on the odds boost. And if everyone's tweeting about it, the NFL will find a way to make it lose. And yesterday it was Allen Robinson, the darling of the fucking offseason. Everyone's drafting him high in their drafts. No Odell Beckham, no Robert Woods. What are we going to do? High-paced game. This is the time for Allen Robinson to be initiated, pump some targets at him. He saw one target, one catch for 12 yards before the final Hail Mary fade at the buzzer. Rackets, how do you throw to Allen Robinson one time all game and of course the whole world had his over props including yours truly um we were me and phil were talking about this on the pre-show i he's had 1200 yards the last couple seasons whatever i i'm not a big Allen robinson guy i i i don't know how mcveigh doesn't want to get him involved in the offense after he force-fed odell beckham the ball last year for three or four weeks like right in a row but just to get him acclimated in the offense but Oh, no, Beckham um, had nine targets in his first game coming off an injury. How does Al Robinson have one? Yep, exactly. So you thought we, he was going to get force-fed, and it just never happened. And then McVay said something about not getting in a rhythm, too, with uh, Cam yeah. Akers. Like, well, you can't get in a rhythm if you're not fucking getting first downs or if you're only throwing to one player. Like, it's not hard. Got to give props to my boy Mike Clay. Uh, he's with ESPN now, but we've been friends for a while. And he posted a tweet yesterday. He said, last year when Cam Akers missed the first 12 weeks um, – that Henderson got 76% of the snaps with no Cam Akers there. Yesterday, with a healthy Cam Akers for the first time in fucking two years, he got 82% of the snaps, and Cam Akers got, like, 15%. Cam Akers was not a part of that game plan, which made no sense to anyone. A lot of fantasy I didn't go near him in any drafts, but a lot of people drafting him in the third round of drafts are pretty upset right now seeing their guy didn't get on the field. I think with the Allen Robinson thing, Bill, we talk about this a lot. You have to play your guys in the preseason. You cannot not play your team. We talked to Aaron Rodgers last year, how slow they started. Matt Stafford was the most racist quarterback ever yesterday. I think 32 <laughs> of his 38 targets were to white people. Fucking Higby, Svoborski, and fucking Cobb got like every target. But those are the guys he knows. He only threw to the guys that had been on the team. They had new receivers all over the place because there's no Woods, there's no OBJ. He just threw to Higby and fucking Cup the whole game because they haven't had a chance to get in a rhythm in the preseason. Bill, and then McVay's going to come out and go, I don't think we got in a rhythm. Yeah, it's your fault, dude, because you have a new offense and you didn't let them play together the whole preseason. What do you think's going to happen? There was no acres last night, really, either. Um, he, didn't play one play, he didn't play one snap in the first quarter. And, yeah. and Higby couldn't catch the ball yesterday. He no. had, like, three drops that were, like, right to his chest, dropped a lot of them. All the Rams receivers, as soon as they caught the ball, they ran backwards. It was yeah. their first first one. I don't know. That was weird. Um, yeah, they just looked, bro, I'm telling you, everyone's like, oh, like the, the head thing on Stephen A. Oh, is there a concern for the Rams? No. Oh. Didn't, you, didn't we see this last year with the Packers? The same fucking thing when the Packers lost 38-3 to or 35-3 to to the Saints. Same fucking story. The Packers didn't play in the preseason. So nobody was ready, and they got killed. That's what happened here. And we bet on the Bills' rackets on one of the preseason games because Josh Allen was starting, 
So the Bills started Josh Allen for a game. Granted, he didn't play a lot, right? They said Josh Allen. But there was something. But, well, here's what it was, Joey. They they said that he was not going to play a half, but he should play into the second quarter. We'll see how it goes. Josh Allen walked down the field with that offense, marched them down in nine plays, picked the defense apart, the Colts defense, I believe it was, in that game or whoever it was. You didn't need to see more. So at least they put – if he had a bad series, trust me, Allen would have been back out, you know, to get the kinks out. But at least they put him in to make those runs. Reed did it with Mahomes. Gave him a couple series. He looked amazing. We're good. Put Stafford out for a series with this unit, and if you see shit like last night, it's like, all right, maybe we got to give him another one. Maybe we got to play two quarters here. Like, you can't just not put him out. And I'm telling you right now, the game of the week that's going to have the biggest impact from this is the Green Bay-Minnesota game. Because I don't think one starter from either of those teams played the whole entire preseason. So you're really going to have to fucking keep an eye on this when we look at unders and and rackets. You gave out the first half under yesterday. I loved it when I saw it because I I expected the Rams to start slow. Yeah, and then the the Bills came out and just went right down the field and scored, and I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. But it slowed right down after that. They didn't do anything for the rest of the half. Yeah, both teams. There was mistakes. It was sloppy. Um, the defenses definitely got a got a hold of everything. And it was fucking. They were kicking for the ten ten field goal tie at half, and Bill was freaking out because they kept running backwards and taking sacks and shit. It went from a thirty nine yard field goal to like a fifty seven yard field goal. But field goal for the plus twenty three hundred for the four yeah. bet subscribers. Didn't matter what happened in the game after that. We had guaranteed plus two thousand in the fucking pocket. So uh, if you're not signed up, don't fuck you. And, and Bill Rupp's coin toss. Oh, his coin toss winner. Yeah. I heard He's about this. 1 0 on coin toss bets. Will one we be flipping today for something this weekend? Uh, possibly, but I this is week one. So week one, 1 0. Next All week, right. we another one. All right. So just one a week, Bill Rupp. One said. a week. This was All the right. coin toss game, and uh, we we're 1 0. We're going to Bone game this weekend. Who knows? Maybe Bill will have a different thing and see which one does the best and then wipe out the other ones that lose. Coin toss, 1 0. Big show today uh, at Four Deep Bets. We have our first roundtable of the year. It'll be myself, Constantino, Brian Healy, Joey Rackets, and then the whole cast of characters will be in there in the chat in the background. Uh, we break down the whole entire NFL week one from a daily fantasy and gambling perspective. They both intertwine, obviously, especially if you're betting props. So uh, that's been our flagship show. No. That's not our flagship show. Fuck out of here. Flagship show is Robin Racket in the Discord. Coming starting this week, uh, new time, new dates. Uh, we are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday now on Robin Rackets. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. So we'll take you right into the Monday night game and to the Thursday night game. So what yeah. more do you want? Discord for them, flagship, so. flagship show. I think we got to change this show to Monday too. Uh, what do you think, E? Yeah, probably. We got to do it. Monday so, night games go over. And it was a good, a good sign yesterday that I was able to fucking uh, be in a blackout coma and the show still went well and the picks went great. It's nice to see you guys growing up or be able to actually provide value without me. I'm very proud of you. Um, show was like 14 minutes long, I heard. But, hey, at least you got the picks out. So that was good. Well, we, we didn't – there was no need for small talk. We got in. There was no baseball. Got in, I, fucked, got out. Like me, games, like me got in, in. Spoke about it. And uh, we got right out. We did. What right. we had to so do. I will be missing at least two Monday shows uh, throughout the year. So uh, be prepared for when they are. Maybe, maybe this week. Who knows? Now that you guys are like 
can run without me. I mean, I may just fucking go on benders all the time. Let's let's put out a line. Uh, yeah, how many shows Tommy misses? Will I be there this football? Monday? Opening week NFL. I will be drinking heavily. We'll be on the Discord Saturday night. Huge UFC fight. I'll be drinking for that. I'll be going on no sleep to get up. There early. is no UFC fight, so that's that's canceled. What? There's no huge UFC fight. No, there will be. They're going to change this shit around. Watch. But um, yeah, and then I'm going to be running on no sleep all Sunday on the mic Monday. What are the odds? What are the odds I'm here Monday? I'm going to say Tommy over three and a half all all season. That's going to be my future. I like that. Think four shows. That would be a record. I was going to set the line at three and a half. I like that. That's wow. Good. You guys like that line, huh? I'll take the over. I'm wow. taking the over, too. Oh, all going on the over, huh? Okay. Four and a half. We're boosted four to four and a half. half. Yeah, it's got to get juice. money. got to juice that lineup. <laughs> uh, line moved. Well, it's minus 190. <laughs> Everybody's hitting it. I got it in. I got in early. I got right. in three and a half. Tommy, minus no two, misses. Minus 215 it's up to on the over. Me and Evan got in early. I've seen Jeez. FanDuel posting a four plus 108. <laughs> Uh, they're already moving this line Tommy to miss zero shows is plus 50,000 I don't even want to miss zero shows even if I want like if I'm if I don't miss for three or four weeks like I hadn't like at that point it's like I'm good like I'm wasting a sick day if I don't miss because people expect me to I can't have them get used to me being too consistent or else I lose my leverage speaking of leverage Nate Diaz has all the leverage tonight Uh, we have Constantino coming on let's talk about it for a second Bill What's your take on this? They canceled the presser yesterday because there was a fight in the back. I got theories about that. Then Chimaev misses weight by 10 fucking pounds, like eight and a half pounds. He missed weight by a weight class, basically. So I don't even know if he's allowed to fight Diaz at that big of a miss. The commission will step in probably, even if fucking – because Diaz right now, Mike was just telling me about it, can go in there and just say whatever the fuck he wants. He, we saw what Ariel Hawani, Bill, when you, you were watching the interview – Diaz could do whatever the fuck he wants. He could say, fuck it, I'm not fighting. He could say, give me my money. He could say, I'll fight him for $100 million. Give me $100 million and I'll do it. He controls everything right now, and that's a dangerous situation for a guy who's not happy with the UFC and wants to fuck them in every way possible. So my conspiracy theory is that um, UFC did this on purpose. They told Shemayev to do this, coming overweight, because he didn't look surprised at anything. He knew he was overweight. Um, in order for UFC to sign Diaz to a longer contract because he's done. This is his last thing, right? His contract's over. Why would this help them sign him? So that they could fight again. Uh, I don't think Diaz wants to fight Shemayev, honestly. I think well, this, or fight someone else. I, mean, I think this wants, was more of the UFC. But he wants to fight, though, right? No, no. I, I think he's done with the UFC. He, wants to, he started his own fight company. I think he wants to go to Rada Khabib. And just really be the guy who's bringing up fighters and stuff like that, uh, kind of Cobra Kai status. But I, I think what's going on here is that I don't know exactly what it is, but I said when the presser got canceled, there's a conspiracy here. There's a conspiracy theory there. It's the first press conference ever canceled in the history of the UFC. There's fights at every press conference, there's fights at every weigh in. You had McGregor throwing fucking chairs through buses. Like, all kinds of shit that's gone on through the years. And this is the first one ever canceled, and no one got hurt. There wasn't any broken jaws or blood. Like, there was a kick to the ribs and a punch that didn't really land. We're going to have to bring Mike on and talk about that. But I have uh, at the end of the show, I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory on this and why you something smells really funny here. So stay tuned for that. Evan, are we doing a raffle today? Are we doing a giveaway? I think... We can do a giveaway if we hit 100 likes. We have 163 people in here with only 65 likes. 
what the fuck are you doing? If you want a well, free yeah, week the- for the first weekend of NFL, college football, baseball, all that shit, get us to 100 likes, and I'll do a giveaway. All right. And by the way, Evan doesn't have his TikTok anymore, so he's going to be really focused on these likes going forward. Damn right. Yeah. So you guys are going to get the uh, the whip. The other thing here on the headlines before we get to the bets, uh, Lamar Jackson, Stephen A. Smith continues to be the dumbest person in the history of America. I'm actually proud of him, uh, Stephen A. Smith. The consistency of his idiocy is is very impressive. Like, it is, it is something that is a sight to see. And, uh, Bill, he said Lamar Jackson not reaching the extension is going to be is a problem for the Ravens. I think it's the best thing that can happen to the Ravens this year because Lamar Jackson's going to go full Aaron Judge and want to come out and stick his dick down everyone's throat, win MVP, not going to do this. He's going to want to win MVP, win the Super Bowl, probably doing steroids and HGH right now to go get his bag, his contract, and say, fuck you, that's why you should have paid me. How is him not reaching extension? bad for his production this year it's not it's not it's a bad if you own lamar jackson in a fantasy league you're ecstatic that contract didn't get reached ecstatic yeah he's playing he's playing betting on himself playing yeah playing it's aaron judge. aaron judge is gonna have a down year because the yankees didn't reach a contact stephen a smith said the same thing are you retarded yeah like, he's got blood in his eyes for the other team and for his own team he, like what a fucking idiot no, it's the best thing that can happen if you own the Martech to Rackets. You want him playing angry. 100%. Same as, like you said, it's a judge situation. Yeah, it's a contract year now. I mean, this He's is... not at the level of judge, but yeah, he's going to force him to play better. Yeah. All right, let's run through some quick ba- – any other headlines there, Ian? Uh, No. All right, let's run let's, through some let's... quick baseball bets. Rackets? I was going to just uh, update on the tennis real quick. Uh, what I want you guys to do, because Swiatek's a minus 200 in the final for Jabor tomorrow. We have 19 units available on a hedge because um, we had yesterday with uh, Garcia. So we have 19 units left on this plus 2,400. What I want you guys to do is start taking Swiatek, and not with your bets tonight. I mean, you can do it with some of your bets tonight. But what I'm going to do is start uh, parlaying Swiatek with my NFL bets so that I know that if Jabor doesn't win – I have hedges with the, going into the NFL slate um, that are just better because I don't want to hedge at minus 200 uh, that you're losing all your value on the 19 units. So uh, what I'm personally doing with it, and we'll get to it, but I'm, I want you guys to start hedging Swiatek uh, with your NFL bets or some stuff tonight just to get some value back on that bet. That's one of my favorite things to do when you got a lot of units to spare um, to actually go in there and uh, and start sprinkling it in. You know, like sprinkle in the spy attack with something today, sprinkle in spy attack. And now you're not laying 200, right? You maybe get a plus 180, plus 200. You hit a couple of those little half unit plays, one unit plays, and there you go. You got five, six units on a hedge rather than uh, to chunk into it. I know people say it's technically not a hedge. Jesus Christ. They'll say it's technically not a hedge. Well, no, it is a form of hedging. It's just an aggressive thing you do when you got a lot of units to spare. You know, why lay the full six if you maybe can only lay two? So yeah, like if you're if you're sitting at minus two hundred and you want to get at least five back, you're not gonna lay ten just to win nine or yeah. five. Like that's stupid. Brian so I'm just into it, it that way. Not, and if not, then you might have to wait a set. You might have to pay for it down the line and not be able to get on a Swipe Tech pre match because you already wasted a couple units. But then you make her, you know, she goes up a little bit, gets a break, goes up a set, there's your plus two hundred now, and you could, you know, be a little aggressive. One hundred percent. I just want to get that in there before I forgot about it. No, that's great. All right. So uh MLB. Honestly, the MLB matchups this weekend are not great, which is good for us. Uh, a lot less uh, games to really give a fuck about, right? Yankees, Tampa. 
We'll focus. I'm going to go through some of the big ones here. So we got the Yankees, Tampa, Yankees minus 110. Rasmussen and uh, Montas, what are we looking at? Well, I think the biggest thing that happened today is that they approved those changes for next year, Rackets. Um, yep. you, you, the, the extra big bases, which crazy. Um, you seen some of the memes? They're showing like huge bases. Yeah. <laughs> the pitch clock, the pitch clock, and the most important one, uh, the switching, the alignment. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't do no that. Shift. Yeah, so uh, defense alignment that must include two fielders on each side of second base bag with both feet on the dirt, as well as rules limiting pickoff moves and expanding the size of the bases. So you have to have, you can't be in the outfield. You have to have both feet on the dirt playing your position and on each side of the bag. I love it. Me too. How they turned that shift into a fucking softball player playing short right field was just garbage, bro. Like Or four outfielders. Yeah. Fuck that shit! Come on, yeah, it's uh, it's been very, it's very ridiculous with the MLB. Put the extra base like the softball girls use. I, I don't understand it. I know why they don't do it. It's just because they're a bunch of egotistical old traditional men that don't want to see the field change too much. But there should be the base inside the line, and then there should be another base on the outside of the line for the runner to run on, and the fielder over here. It doesn't make any sense not to do it. They have it in girls softball. It's the smartest thing in the world. No ankle injuries. No one has to run inside the baseline. Fucking get out, run. You stay in foul territory the whole time. Stupid. Make the base bigger. What the fuck is that going to do? Uh, anyway, Yankees, uh, Rays, anyone? Interest? Uh, the Rays are one of my plays. Minus 105, 106, whatever it is. They didn't hit Mont. They haven't hit Montas well all season, but I can't see the Yankees winning another 2-1 to one game against Tampa. Okay. Uh, Bill? No, I'm not going to bet that because uh, we already have Tampa Bay future to win the division i'll just be you know stuck i mean i'm a yankee fan but i gotta hope they lose <laughs> All right. i have one bet that i'm gonna put in here phillies money line dodgers money line uh i like the phillies today in this spot and the dodgers uh going into san diego minus 170 with may on the hill i think the dodgers take care of business so i'm gonna do that plus 130 evan uh phillies dodge parlay plus 130 we have uh, also uh, on the dodgers we have breaking news also the fight is officially off yeah, there's no way. They yeah, I mean, we that. Yeah, and everyone on Twitter was talking about, well, that no, no, this is intentional. This is 100% intentional. Um, now we'll find out why. Is it like a cooey? Now what are they going to do with the pay-per-view? People paid for it. Tickets have to be refunded. And, it's a mess. No, no, they're not canceling the card. They're just canceling that fight. You, but you, get, you, get, you got uh, the, the heavyweight you don't fight. Get nothing. You don't the get heavyweight nothing. fight is done also. No, nothing's done. They have replacements that, that we'll see. You'll see where it's at. But again, Who's gonna wait, till, wait, till, wait till Mike. We got our UFC expert coming in in 25 minutes. <laughs> wait till that and we'll talk about it then. Who's replacing Chimaev? If you stay for 30 minutes, you'll find out. I It'll can't wait there. that long. It's a tease. No, it's a teaser. We're teasing the people. I need to know now. I need to know who your other baseball bets are. What else? Do I'll you walk right off and go look somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> stay here on Stay Cashin' where you'll find out. Uh, I'm going to go with also the Mariners plus 105. I don't love this matchup, obviously, versus the Braves, but I do love getting the Mariners plus money whenever the fuck I can. So Mariners plus 105 for me. And then looking at the rest of the card, I haven't dug too deep into it. I'm not going to lie to you and pretend I did a shit ton of baseball research today. But that's really it. I mean, there's nothing else that I really like on here outside of maybe maybe the Pirates plus 200 if you could find a number like that. But, Bill, what else do you like on baseball? I'm on the Mets. That's minus 160. Yeah, I like the Mets a lot. Um, 
And uh, as of right now, I do like, uh, like you said, I like the Dodgers. I might put them in something. Um, but I'm taking the Mets straight up right now as one of my only plays. All right. Yeah, I got Dodgers Phillies right now. Uh, Rackets, what do you want for today? Orioles minus 126, Shocker, and Orioles Tampa. Those are my only two plays in baseball. Okay, so you're on Orioles. Just tell – are they in there already? Yep. All right, cool. So Orioles minus 124 and Rays minus 104 are your two plays? Yep. Okay, cool. So let's get over now. We're done with baseball. Let's move on to the fun stuff. Let's bring in Howie Dewey and the mystery chair. Look at Howie. I mean, Evan, give, give the guy, guy give the guy a chance. Like maybe take a look at his camera where you just bring I up him Howie. Look at his camera. Howie Dewey, how are you doing? He was behind yeah, the curtain. What's going on? Where you came out like a magician from behind the curtain. That's what it is. This let's curtain's go. got shady shit behind it. Do you have any college football rabbits in your hat for this weekend that we're Oh, it's so gonna be a weekend, baby. Let's go. We're gonna fuck? Let's fuck. Oh. We're fucking baby. Fuck. It's gonna be wild. All right. Start. Well, let's let's start with today, right? Yeah. Like, there are a couple games today. Uh, I'm sure you. The good thing about Howie, guys, uh, and he doesn't claim to be an NFL guru. Howie, you're a college guy. College guy, 100. You're not. You don't give a fuck about the NFL. I mean, literally, if you go the opposite of what I tell you in the NFL, you probably go 80, 90 percent. Those are my number one people to follow, and it was something that I really struggled with being good at college and pro in the same sport it almost never happens and you got to change it that's actually a good sign because that means you're spending all your time researching college yeah don't worry about this so tell me what's going on tonight i mean tonight you got uh i think you got a great a great game you got louisville going down to uh central florida um louisville coming off that ass beating up in syracuse um syracuse wasn't supposed to be great this this year a lot of their guys transferred out they kicked the shit out of Louisville. Now they got to go down to Central Florida. Look, Central Florida is always loaded. You got home state talent. I think they're going to put a beat down on Louisville tonight. I mean, if there's one thing you know, it's that Howie's betting the team from Florida. Yeah. If there's one thing we learned, Howie yeah. Dewey loves the Florida teams. And I like this too. Um, yeah. I like the way UCF looked. I didn't like the way Louisville looked. Um, I think this is a good spot here. I'm figuring out how I'm going to play it. You know, whether I'm going to take this in a money line and use it with a money line parlay with something tomorrow to get yeah. like a plus 105. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm on the UFC, UCF side of this too tonight with you. What about this Boise, New Mexico State game? Uh, New Mexico game, sorry. Um, Boise know, didn't look great. New Mexico uh, looked pretty good. I mean, you know, normally I'm a Boise guy. Normally I'd be like, you know, it's Boise State. That's the football team out in that area. But this worries me a little bit because. Boise didn't look that great last week. No, not at all. He did. Um, and, and, and honestly, I got a you know, little – did call it. We're on Oregon State. I said, this is the team, Oregon State. We pounded them. So, they we, uh, did. I was worried about it. 17 returning starters, Howie, and they didn't look good. What, I mean, how much more can you expect the next week? No. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can see uh, uh, New Mexico State covering this. Yeah. And it's it's pretty split, which is comforting at least. Uh, you got pretty much 53% of the bets on New Mexico, 51% of the money. So at least there's no drastic, you know, no. that's, that's, that's a tough game. That's, that's going to be tough a tough game. one, right? Yeah. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, let's get to the weekend here. I got a play that I absolutely love. I uh, wasn't really going to give this out for free on stay cashing, but I'm going to because I missed you guys yesterday. So I got to make up for it. Uh, my favorite play of the weekend is actually Stanford. 
And I'm all over this. I think everyone, Howie, I don't know if you're on the same side, other side. If you're on the other side, feel free to tee off the other way. We're here to debate. But I, I love the plus seven and a half. I mean, you know, USC came out last week. They're the one, I think, the only Pac-10 team or 12 team that won. Uh-huh. Uh, they came out. Look, man, that's going to be a close game. You're playing it. It's games at Stanford, correct? Yeah. That's going to be a tough game. This is, I mean, at the beginning of the week, I put this play out for the subscribers. Stanford plus 10 and a half minus 130. Okay. I I thought it was an insane number to even be giving them 10. And I, and I never, you guys know, I never put plays out early. I always want all the news, all the COVID, you know, all that shit that can happen. I put that out early because I knew this line was going to get shit stopped because it's wrong. This line is down to seven and a half in places from now. Would you be surprised if Stanford wins this game outright? I am uh, all over. The subscribers also have, Howie, Stanford plus 280 from earlier in the week. Stanford wins this game. I think so. Stanford is going to beat USC this weekend. Everyone's going to be on the USC train because they throw up fucking 50 points or whatever the fuck they did last week. It's USC. Everyone wants to hype up the Ohio States, the USC's, the Notre Dame's. We want those names in the spotlight. And USC is going to do what it always does. Go into Stanford and shit the bed. I think they're like fucking 3-12 and 12 in their last 15 games against Stanford or yeah. something, something crazy. I'll look it up right now. But oh, Stanford yes. always beats USC. Yeah, Stanford owns them. I mean, that's why I personally think – I won't be surprised if Stanford wins that game. Yeah. I mean, getting getting plus – What's the line at now? I haven't even looked because we got seven and a half. One ton, uh, eight. Andre well, no, what's the uh, – so, yeah, we're going to take the eight. I see, I see eight on two books. I'm trying to see if there's an eight and a half anywhere. Uh, looks like there might be an eight and a half on Bet365 or whatever this is. Hold on. Uh, on MGM. Can someone check that see if there's an eight and a half on MGM? But we'll take the eight. And then the money line here is – what do you see the money line at, Dewey? Yeah, for plus 260 still? All right. So we'll take that. Um, Sanford wins this game. Watch. It's good value. I agree. I agree. It fits every narrative. I mean, listen, it, here's the thing. On bets like this where you're kind of in that weird spot going against the top 10 team, blah, blah, blah. If they don't cover it, they may just get shit stomped. But I don't see that happening. I see a win. I see an outright win here for Stanford, or at least something that's coming down to the wire. Uh, what else do you like this weekend, Howie? we got some big games. Your Florida Gators at home, 12 you know, ranked against Kentucky. I'm assuming you got to play over there. I do. I do, and uh, it's not what you think it is. I Whoa. think I think that's a one-point game. Wow, Dewey's going against Florida. Yeah, I got Kentucky. Kentucky covers. Kentucky's got a good squad this year. Florida's solid, um, as you saw last week. But look, man, uh, UK's not an Oregon. UK's an SEC team. Uh, they've been improving the last couple of years. They're gonna go down the swamp. They're gonna make this thing interesting. Um, uh, they could actually win down there. Uh, if Florida wins, it's going to be less than uh, five and a half. I'll tell you that much. But I, I, I really like UK playing at Florida. Wow. All right. So here's the thing. Me and you both love this quarterback from Florida, Richardson. Yeah. You love him even more than me, right? I do. So that's your boy. That's your baby. I was Dude, what, last. Week. Hey, what he did last week against uh, 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 Utah, Utah. Look, they got down, and you just saw the look. He was like, "Just give me the ball. Just give me the ball." So I'm shocked. Everything's going to be all right. Well, I mean, listen, I got my play here then. Um, I guess so here's the – actually, no, I'm not going to make this a play. I'm going to give this to the subscribers. But one thing I will say, how I didn't like that line movement. Like, looking at the line on this game, I wanted to bet Florida heavy, 
And that line is not – that's looking like a trap right now. I Yeah. Um, that line is still at five and a half, down to five and a half. I mean, they they're look like they're looking for Florida money, keeping it under that six there. So, I, I don't know. Kentucky's good. Everything you read about, it, I mean, they they have ton of guys back from last year. They a good squad. Um, I think that's going to be a, a a battle down there. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on that, but I'm gonna definitely. I see where you're coming from with that for sure. Uh, what else you got here, Howie? You got anything else you like? I love I love two other games. I I love uh, West Virginia, Kansas going into West Virginia. West Virginia's minus thirteen and a half. JT Daniels hit. Four different receivers between the numbers last week. On three different occasions, they all dropped it. The one kid got it, bounced off his helmet. Uh, <laughs> I was, mean, it's not fun. West Virginia should have won that game last week easily. Uh, I think that they catch the balls that he throws to them this week. I think he probably throws for about 400 yards against Kansas, and they probably win that game by four touchdowns. I don't hate that at all. I mean, I could, I could totally see that. West Virginia is going to be rocking. College kids are back. Uh, they're co coming back from that Pittsburgh. That place is going to be packed. If you ever know anything about West Virginia, uh, that's the biggest number one degenerate college town in this country. Um, I don't. I think that's the only college in the country where they don't even have classes. <laughs> you just sign up. You just go and live in a house and drink for four years, and they give you a certificate. <laughs> Pretty certain. You don't um, even need to buy books or nothing. No. No, man, you just sign up. There's college students that are 35, 40 years old that have been there for 20 years living in a, in a house. Looks like a scene out of uh, – what was the comedy movie with Vince Vaughn where they were all back in school? I forget what it was. Old school. Uh, old school, that's it. The uh, Oklahoma State is uh, is something i got to get a nibble on. Uh, I'm not going to play it the way some of you may think, but any of you who know where we're going with this, I can't find it right now on Handle or MGM. Uh, Bill, can you go on DraftKings and see – I'm looking for a team total for Oklahoma State. Whatever the number is, I'm going over it. The line on this game is 57 and a half, Howie. Um, Oklahoma State's at home going against Arizona State. We saw what they did last week. 34 and a half. 34 and a half? Yeah, dude, give me that fucking all day. So I think they're going to be low on them all year. Do you like that, Howie? You like? Yeah, absolutely. I, I like a couple. That I like that over. Uh, and I like the the Tennessee pit over sixty four and a half. I think they score eighty points. Uh, which game is that? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, pit. I see that. Yeah, it's just a pit. That that line was a little bit weird when I first saw it too. But I, yeah, I I think I I'm not touching the uh, the game. Uh, I because I can see Pitt backdooring one and, lo and and losing by three or four. But those two teams just score. That's they have great defenses, but they score. They score and they score fast. Yeah, that line looks really trappy coming off what happened there with uh, sixty-four and a half. They want it. They want Joe Public. Everyone's going on the under. I, you, that thing's gonna. They're gonna score sixty-four and a half by halftime. Let's go. How are we doing? Sixty-four and a half in a Tennessee game. I'll give one more play. Um, let me just see if I can find it here. Texas Tech uh, is the other play that I really like this week. I uh, love this spot right here for Texas Tech. Uh, this this fits the system. And me and Howie are fucking full heel turning. He yeah. was all in Florida last week with the close victory. Made him a shit ton of money. Now he's turning against them. I was all over Houston, who got me a fucking ton of money, closed it out with a close win, and now I'm turning against them. Give me Texas Tech as the dog versus a ranked Houston team, laying three and a half points. You know where Joe Pub's going to be on this one when they start looking at that line and go, wait, Houston's ranked 25th, and I'm getting four? No, give me Texas Tech on the money line. Uh, yeah. We do not have to lay the 176. 
because earlier in the week on Monday, I gave in one other play, and it was Texas Tech minus 134. So we already have Texas Tech minus 134 for the subs. Take that 50 cents and buy yourself a fucking cigarette with it. I'll tell you why I like Texas Tech even more, because last week, they that was a struggle. That was an absolute uh, – or uh, Houston absolutely struggled yeah, with that Texas San Antonio. Texas-San Antonio could have won that game against Houston. So the reason I like that game more is because now Texas-San Antonio is headed up to West Point Saturday, and they're playing Army, and I think they're laying like point and a half, two points. Army got beat by two touchdowns last week. So there's no respect there. This team's getting no – that falls back on Houston. Houston could get smacked Saturday. Yeah, I think they do, dude. I think they can get smacked. I think we're looking at two lines that – that could be, you know, 10 points off where Stanford can get an outright win and Texas Tech can win this game by, you know, 10 plus. Um, I think I think there will be some fireworks in it, too. I think we probably can hit the over 63 and a half, too. But we'll wait on that. Probably do a teaser with that. You got uh, anything else, Howie, before we let you go? Yeah, two more games real quick. Uh, you got Ohio Mid-American Conference team who squeaked one out last week against Florida Atlantic in Florida. They're playing at Penn State. They're getting 24 and a half points. I love him as a dog. Penn State, we saw him last week, not impressive at all. Ohio's just coming off beating the Florida team. I think they cover that 24 and a half at Penn State. That could be a close game. All right. I like that, Penn State. Uh, yeah, but but you know what? Based on just fucking being an asshole, actually, you got Evan, you got 25 and a half out there. So give Howard a 25 and a half on Ohio uh, on the book. Let's take that extra point that's sitting out there. Last game. Uh, you got my old school, Georgia Southern, traveling to Nebraska, 24-point dogs at Nebraska. We saw how good Nebraska looked their opening against Northwestern, getting getting beat at home. Um, listen, Georgia Southern's got a new coach, new system, not running the triple option anymore. Uh, they got athletes there, man. Georgia Southern, get they basically get every single Georgia kid that doesn't go to UGA or Georgia Tech. Right. They have players there. I think that's a close game. They may they, don't be surprised Georgia Southern goes to Nebraska and beats them. Wow. That's a twenty four point dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is some bold calls you're getting right here. Sometimes but. you gotta grab your sack, baby, but you gotta I grab the sack. You gotta grab it. There's no uh no winning if you're not risking something here. So yeah. I like that. Plus plus you can catch a plus fourteen hundred on Georgia Southern there if you have any interest. That's Howie cool. Dewey. Final words. Anything else on the way out? It's going to be a good weekend, baby. It's going to be a good weekend. Profitable weekend. Let's go West Virginia. I'm excited. It starts tonight, college football. All right, Dewey. We'll talk to you a little bit later. All right, brother. Later, bro. Bill, anything on the college football front for you that you're looking at early on this weekend? Nope, not until tomorrow. That's why you got to sign up. Got to sign up. 4DBets.com. I have two other bets that are big bets that uh, I'm not giving out here that I think can't lose. I mean, this. This is week two is one of my favorite weeks for college football, just because you get that first week out of your way. You have an idea of what's going on. And uh, they set some traps with these lines. Uh, I'll tell you, I got to play on the Alabama-Texas game too. Uh, pretty big play on that. That may surprise some people. Uh, let's move over to the NFL week one. So uh, what are we looking at here? Silly Billy Rupp, Joey Rackets. Uh, good start to yesterday. Like I said, for me, outside of Allen Robinson, um, hit the digs over five and a half, hit the fucking Josh Allen over one and a half, kind of treaded water on the fucking props there with Allen Robinson losing on his yardage one. But uh, the plus 2,300 comes in right out the gate, halftime, full-time for us. Uh, let's let's run it back this weekend. So, Rackets, this Sunday, NFL, we'll be on the live ta- uh, roundtable show tonight on the Discord. What time? 
I don't know. Night Ghost knows. I'm stupid. You, uh, you, I probably got 15 emails about it. Sometime, eight, nine, ten. You got to sign up, guys, because I have a whole ton of prop bets and everything for Sunday that, you know, just it's impossible to give out here. So yeah, and we wouldn't give out even if we could. Yeah, you have I to sign give the whole fucking sheet out. Um, join, also join Monkey Knife Fight, guys, uh, for football, for the touchdown dance. Um, use four deep 100 and get 100% deposit bonus, just like baseball. We told you we crushed it. Hoffman hit like 15 in a row. We killed it. Um, I'll give you a free one right here. Start off the season. Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, and Debo Samuel. Monkey Knife Fight. Score three touchdowns. I think Taylor might get two himself. You just need one more between the other two. And it cashes just like that. 1.5 times your money. So sign up for D. We, we killed it last year in football at Monkey Night Fight, and we're going to kill it again this year. We killed baseball, and uh, same thing. So sign up for uh, monkeyknifefight.com. Or deep 100 is the code, and you get 100% uh, up to $100 bonus match. I mean, Evan. Yeah. Bill hosts the show for fucking one day. He goes from not wanting to retweet Stay Cashing to doing a phenomenal promo. For Monkey Knife Fight. And then I retweeted Say Cash. I, mean, I was just sitting there like this. Like, I retweeted too. Today. Holy shit. I need to take off more often. Maybe he's coming for my job. Who is no. that guy? I don't even know who that is. Maybe he wants me to host. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is great. MonkeyKnifeFight.com. 4Deep100. Promo code 4Deep100. Monkey Knife Fight's literally the easiest shit in the world. It's it's The only reason I don't play there a lot is because it's like max 500 bucks on a bet. But that shit, if you have a smaller bankroll especially... You could just play there and fucking sweep the year away. It's so easy. Uh, sometimes you pick three guys to score one touchdown. Like, it's it's fucking nuts. Uh, all right. NFL week one. Rackets. Uh, Gabe Davis made me sick last night. The two touchdown, getting tackled uh, at the four. The like, that was the disgusting. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Um, my bet's obvious. It's the most Rackets bet ever. It's just it's easy. Jonathan Taylor, over 99 and a half yards. There are some people in the chat said they got it at 96 and a half. Um, the FanDuel had 99 and a half. I, it doesn't matter. He's going to be over by game time. It'll be 103 to 105 um, in the last two games. Again, all your two games last year against them, 280, 87, 287 yards rushing. So no, no chance he doesn't get in the end zone and he probably goes for like 140 tomorrow. All right. So or back. Sunday. It's going directly back to the well. Oh, uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor over. Uh, Bill Rupp, what are you liking? Uh, I'm going to do a nice little parlay. Um, Broncos, Colts. Uh, going with rackets on the Colts. Think they should just get by easily. And Denver, um, Russell should beat his old team. Um, you know, uh, later on. That game's not until That's Monday, Monday night. Monday night. Yeah. Oh, I love that parlay. Colts, uh, Colts and uh, Broncos. I think that's guaranteed money, minus 129. I'll take it all day, win those two. A lot yeah. of home dogs this weekend. A lot of home dogs. Like, I'm going to have a field day this week. This weekend's lining up for a great fucking weekend for me because I like being contrarian. I like going against road favorites, and this is just straight. You're going to see bets on my fucking ticket that are like the Texans, the Browns. The I'm going at all this fucking shit. I'm going at all these fucking home dogs. Give me that. Team's starting slow. Probably a lot of first half. Uh, action that I'm going to have in on this, so I'm excited. There's a lot of trap lines. This Raven Jets, like, explain to me how the Ravens and Jets is still minus six and a half. Me and Raffitz were talking about it last night. 
something fucking fishy is going on there. Um, I'm going to give you the first trap line, though, that I love. Me and Rackets again last night. We're talking about it on the show. I'm going to buy it to three and a half, and I'm going to take the minus 135 on it. Um, give me the Cowboys against the Bucks. Cowboys are beating the Bucks this week. And again, those of you who listened to the Discord last night, if you guys are members, we do this stuff all the time where we get into long gambling conversations. I'll repeat some of it here, Rackets, for them. There is a drastic thing taking place right now between two games. And it's very interesting that the percentage of money is almost the same exact percent of money. Here's how you bet NFL sides, okay? You don't jump on Joe Public. You don't jump with the herd. We're going to still do it. I did it last night with Allen Robinson. But when the public is all over something, you need to be very weary and be very careful of it, especially depending on how the lines are moving. So with this Bucks game right now, Rackets, we were talking about it last night. I mean, we saw like 60-something percent of the money was on the Bucks. And the line hasn't moved at all. Like, not this crap. They're keeping the Cowboys at two and a half on all these books because they want Bucks money. They're not even, Tommy, they're not even moving the juice. No, nothing. It it was at minus 130 the whole fucking time. Like, it never fucking moved at all. Meanwhile, and I'll, I'll pull up the exact numbers here. That's why I'm stalling a little bit. But I hate the Cowboys. I hate betting on them. I hate them as a team. I hate everything about the Cowboys. I almost never bet the Cowboys, Bill. You know that. I don't want to fucking touch. I hate them, right? So I'm all over it. Cowboys Cowboys are in my teaser. Yeah, dude. This line opened at minus 135. There's 66% of the money coming in. And 67% of the bets are coming in on the money line on the Bucks, And the line is still 135. How? How? It has not moved. It hasn't budged. And it's right off a key number, too. They are keeping this thing at two, two and a half everywhere. This is a trap. Do not bet the fucking bucks. Trust me, even if you lose the bet, you'd rather lose the cowboy side than the bucks side. Because if you bet the bucks, you're falling right into the trap, my opinion, Bill. I mean, yeah, I might say more of it. I don't want to hear your voice anymore. I mean, it's just piercing through like the past. It's just like you're it like nicer those, without me yesterday. Like one of those cords on your back, you pulled uh, it since two ten, and I just haven't heard you shut the fuck uh, up. Wow. Okay. Well, someone's got to give an You want to flip a coin? Can we go over the games and we don't have to hear you talk anymore? You want to flip a coin? Oh, oh watch this here. Watch this, Bill. Did it win? Did it win? Give me some more analysis on the games did it this weekend. Oh, okay. I'm gonna bet the Cowboys because it's a conspiracy. Shocker! Tommy G has a fucking conspiracy! <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, all right, so Bill, the floor is yours. Talk to me about more bets you like. Well, I'm on the Cowboys also. They're in my teaser. Plus you just 10. Have no reason why. If they weren't motoring along, I would have been They're doing what they're supposed to do. I don't think Tampa's good. They're doing things they're supposed to do in Dallas. Uh, right. They're doing things they're supposed to do. Uh, and, and I'm... Going with the Raiders also on that plus 11. I think the Raiders are being a dog there. I think the Raiders bring that game home. They're also, again, doing things that you're supposed to do over in Raiderland. Uh, look good. Everyone says car's going to be great. Um, Got to wait and see. I also love it, plus 11. And then I'm right back to my other bet. Putting together, going with the Colts, bring it down to even money. Uh, seven and a half point teaser comes out to plus 105. Raiders 11, Colts even, Dallas plus 10. I fucking love it. 
Don't ask questions. Just put it in, and that's it. Phil, I mean, Jesus, are you ever going to shut the fuck up? Right, Rackets, what do you like? We heard. I like those. Yeah, you heard what I like. No, I'm uh, I like. Oh, you, dude, you can't have your only play of NFL weekend be Jonathan Taylor over 99 yards. You what like else? Relax. You like relax. Too. I, <laughs> I'm on Bill's Colts, uh, Colts Broncos parlay. The Broncos are my survivor team. I'll give that out. I gave that out yesterday on yesterday's show. Um, I love the Broncos this week too. I don't think there's any way Russell doesn't go back in there and beat the shit out of the Seahawks. I'll be taking the Broncos on an alt line, but again, that's Monday. We'll go deeper into that on Monday's show. It's so, a good Bill, parlay. I know you wanted to hear more about the Cowboys. Parlay piece, though, Tommy. It's a good parlay No, no, no. I know. It was smart to say it now. I'm saying we won't go through all the deep analysis till Monday. But, yeah, if you got it in a parlay, you got to do it. Um, I will give you another. I know you're dying for more Cowboys analysis, Bill. The same exact money scenario is with the Broncos game. Broncos are 68% of the money, 90% of the bets. Bucks are 70% of the money, 60% of the bets. The Broncos line's gone from minus 190 to minus 250 just to show you how much 70% of the money and bets should do. And the box hasn't moved. So mm. that's the final thing on that. Um, another game I love, another kind of, I don't know if this is a trap, Bill. I think it's obvious. Give me the Vikings plus one and a half against the Packers. I mean, we saw it last year with Aaron Rodgers, wasn't ready. Now he's got no Devontae Adams. He's on fucking McAfee's show every day talking about vaccines and all other shit, which I love. But they're going into fucking Minnesota here. I think this game may go under the total, too, with two teams struggling a little. But Minnesota's got basically the same pieces back, just a new offense that they're going to be running that should help them. I think Minnesota yeah. can stomp them. Yeah, I said, I said it the other day. Uh, I think it goes just like last week's, uh, last year's first game went for the Packers. Uh, they get killed. Saints killed them. I think the Vikings uh, own them in that game also. Uh, Vikings yeah. to be a dog there, uh, plus one and a half or plus 100 on the money line is a joke. Yeah. I will definitely have the Vikings in um, a teaser and something else. And mm -hmm. there'll be uh, a lot in my bets this weekend. Yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be one of mine there. Evan, if you want to do that too, Vikings plus. Guys, our best bets are our props. Um, you know, so you got to join for these, you know, because we usually spend like a lot of time Saturday night. Um, I know me and Tommy did last year and the year before, just going over all the touchdown people. Oh, I haven't even right. done prop research yet. Yeah, so we haven't even gotten close to that, guys. So, so you have to join. There's nothing I can tell you. Uh, we gave you props yesterday. You saw, so you have to join. Yeah, you got to. We're not going to give all that out here, especially when there's still lingering injuries that could affect the uh, the outcome of the games too. I do like the teaser, as I was just saying. Um, I'm going to actually tease the Vikings seven point teaser. Uh, I'm going to do the Vikings up to eight and a half. And I'm going to take the Bengals down to even money, uh, down to plus a half, I think it would be. So I'm going Bengals and uh, Vikings on that teaser. I like the Bengals a lot this week. Money line going to be one of my survivor picks too. Uh, let's go bring in Constantino. Let's talk some UFC and he can give a take or two on football. Uh, this UFC stuff is going fucking bananas right now. Get over to 4deepbets.com, number 4deepbets.com. If you want to come in and just try it for a week, 37 bucks. Come in. You get seven days of all the sports, fucking like five bucks a day. Come in and hang out. Uh, we'll make you your money back on that pretty easily. Con man, what is going on in the world of fucking UFC? A lot. A lot. Right now, what I'm hearing is uh, it's not finalized yet, but Nate versus Ferguson, they're negotiating rounds, both got money. And Dana 
No, you can't hear me? No, I'm saying cash it. That was my a call. A lot going on. I mean, I hate to say the Tommy conspiracy thing because I hate the whole... I mean, did you see the weight miss? It's a conspiracy! Bill, I agree with you. It's everything conspiracy. And everything. he's got the string on his back, too. Everything. Um, but here's the crazy part. There's can I, can I stop you for one second? I don't think you should. I don't think you should. No, no, no. Let Mike... No, 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 no. By the way... We've heard Mike. enough! Mike... Bill Rupp last night. Let Mike talk. Last night on the show, Mike, I'm teeing him up. Last night on the no, show, Bill no. Rupp told us about adrenochrome and every conspiracy. I don't want to hear him talking about conspiracy. Can we hear Mike talk, please? You're the biggest conspiracy theorist I ever. I want to know what's going on with UFC. Fucking asshole. You just want to cut me off because you don't want to get exposed. He did, he did heel turn to conspiracy pretty hard. Hard as fuck. Yeah, he All did. Right, are you, uh, now you're talking more about conspiracy. Can we hear Mike? Mike, talk about Bill. He did heel turn conspiracy, which is okay. But let me try to give you the news I'm trying to report. Um, I hate to say, because Tommy's whole conspiracy theory, but there are murmurings of Hazmat staying on the card to fight Kevin Holland of who we got into a brawl with backstage yesterday. But I'm also here and Dana White won't allow it because he's really, really upset about this whole thing. I did see some footage um, I just saw for the first time of the actual brawl. And you see Diaz's whole camp in black t-shirts. You see the Russians. You see like a Chechnyan hit somebody, chairs being thrown. I mean, it was pretty crazy. But um, I am hearing that Diaz versus Ferguson is close to being done. This whole card is a shit show. There was more than the reported three weight misses because a couple of fights even went to catch weight, including one I had my eye on, but now I don't like it that it's up five pounds in one of the girl fights. I mean, a lot, a lot of craziness going on uh, and still developing. No official announcements um, that I've seen that I trust enough to confirm, but um, I do have people there you know, and I'm speaking to them too. Wait, do they refund tickets or do they? Yeah, refund no refunds. Nothing? It's just like baseball, it's on the ticket, no refunds. Card mate is subject to change at any time. I mean, that's just a fight game. So um, it is what it is. But, you know, they're going to – I don't think Diaz won't fight. Like, I think they're either going to make the Ferguson fight. Um, they also talked about Holland. I mean, there, there's a lot going on. Um, crazy, though. I mean, it really is it, it's crazy. Um, do I do miss weight by three and a half pounds? Barnett missed heavyweight. Um Macy Kiesan was missing weight and they agreed on a catch weight. And to answer Bill from some things you texted me and said on the show, the fight could go on. The commission wouldn't cancel it. It could be negotiated to a catch weight and then Diaz would have to weigh in um, between a certain amount, even if it didn't get there. Say somebody missed by 12 pounds, they would give him the ability to weigh in at 175 then, and but he has to get to certain thresholds. But he can also deny a fight out of the contracted weight class. That's why he he held all the cards, you know? For him to accept the fight versus Ferguson, I mean, he has to be getting paid millions with like an S on it. That's the fight we want to see. I had no interest, Mike, in Shimaev Diaz. None. I literally didn't care because he's going to fucking ragdoll him and just destroy him. I agree. Right? Like, yeah, I agree. There was no, the minus 1,200 was a joke. It should have been minus 12,000 on that fight because there's nothing that Diaz could do outside of maybe last deep into the fight oh. against him. But but this is a great one. Dude, Ferguson Diaz would be – I mean, that's the second most Diaz fight I'd want to see outside of McGregor, Mike. That would be better. I, I mean, I, I honestly think it, it would be a better fight than Chimaev because I agree with Tommy that he would just ragdoll him and he would wrestle and just most likely TKO him. 
I mean, uh, Chimaev by knockout TKO is only minus 150, and it was something I was considering because I don't see a path of submission. I don't see it going the distance. I do see him knocking Diaz out if they were to fight. Um, but we can forget talking about that now. I'm keeping my eye on my text messages and everything. Um, yeah, so we don't know yet what's going to happen. A lot, a lot, like, you know, developing real time. So my conspiracy theory relies on the fact that it was the first UFC press conference ever canceled and we know how important the press conference is because that's all the sound bites that they use to promote the fight all week right the press conference is huge that's why they never cancel them based on a scrap in the background mike that no one got any broken noses there was no blood there was just a kick a punch and a bunch of goons uh, going at each other i just got a text that it's close to being done between shamayev and holland which would be very weird because um Shemayev cited medical issues for the weight loss. So, I mean, I don't understand how the doctor could even clear him to fight if he claimed he had medical issues and that's why he couldn't make weight. How are they going to say now your issues are gone, go fight up at 170? I have no idea. You want, the, you want the conspiracy? You want it? Go for it. Shemayev, everyone knew Shemayev wasn't making weight. They kept it under wraps. They knew Who's he was they? Um, I'd, whoever it needs to be. Here's well, my it has to be somebody for you to say. Because you know what? Those guys. Because yeah. it's not and the UFC. It doesn't work. It, it was. Dana White and them knew. So yesterday, they got to Chimaev's camp. They said, listen, you're not fucking making weight. The only thing we may be able to do is get Ferguson up to Diaz and you fight Holland. Go start some shit with Holland. Tell and me. it'll allow us to fucking cancel the presser. We won't have to address the weight issue. We won't have Diaz going out there talking shit on the UFC. I believe that the UFC is the company. And now they're going to, I told Bill today, they're going to book Holland, Chimaev, Ferguson, Diaz. They're going to have a better card and they're going to avoid all the chaos. Because he was going to miss weight and Dana fucking knew a day and a half ago. That's as far as fetched as underground tunnels that house cribs and children that you spewed four years ago. I mean, <laughs> UFC does not do that, cannot do that. Illegal. I mean, Dana is not involved to that level to think of hatching a plan to purposely miss. Yeah. Like it just, it's unrealistic. I've dealt with them. I've had fighters miss weight. If it's weight. illegal, they definitely had other fighters miss weight. Um, Khabib missed weight when I cornered him one week, believe it or not. Um, it doesn't work that way, no. Yeah, I know. They, they would definitely never do anything illegal, right, Bill? They don't pay the judges at all, ever, right? Oh, never. Yeah, no, they would never do anything. On UFC. So what do we think of the card here, Mike? And any I other think it's a question? fucking dumpster fire. It yeah. was to begin with, with a favorite at minus 1,200, another favorite at minus 900, multiple female fights. Multi I mean, the card itself is shite, as they say uh, in England. Um I mean, I could talk you through some thoughts. I have a parlay, which is an official bet that might not even happen now if Kevin Holland gets moved around. But I do like Kevin Holland against D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez in that spot. Holland historically troubles, um, has troubles with wrestlers, people that put him on his back. D-Rod is a boxer. He doesn't really wrestle. Um, you know, Holland is two inches taller, seven-inch reach advantage. So in a striking battle without much of a threat of wrestling, I like Holland there. So if that fight stays intact... I like the Holland side in a parlay with uh, Hakeem Dawadu. And I know he missed weight, but I think it works in his advantage here. He's the shorter fighter, but it makes him bigger and harder to take down. Uh, Juicy J, who I like, Julian Arosa, his opponent, should look to take the fight down in that situation. But Dawadu, you know, is very good judo, powerful striker, and um, has only lost via submission. And Arosa, on the other hand, has been knocked out five times. And I do think uh, Dawadu's power can get there and translate. And um, I could see him winning either inside the distance or by decision. If you put those two together, you get back plus 116. So as of right now, that's the bet here. 
And I'll touch on a couple other fights just because we don't know what this card, you know, is going to look like as a whole. Um, Let me ask you a question on this, Mike, is because my theory with Bill was it ends up being Ferguson Diaz, Chimaev Holland, and then can they do the Li Jiang uh, D-Rod fight? Would that be doable? Um, is that basically no. jumbles them all around? No, and no, no, can do that. So you just no. tell the other fighters who were supposed to fight to go yeah, no, they'll get paid. They'll get paid their win money, even though they don't have to fight. And uh, they'll get booked on another card, possibly even next week. Um, you know, multiple people hold multiple cards. It's a real interesting thing right now. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do with Chimaev, because I do believe it'll be a little hypocritical if they allow him to stay on the card. The guy fucking ruined the press conference. He assaulted people. He misses weight. I mean, it's fucking bananas. Dana White he walked off the scale. loves the money and he's a good promoter, but um, I don't know if he could even allow him to stay on the card. That's why I'm really interested to see if that happens. If that happens, I may have to sub- subscribe to Tommy's theory of something's wrong or something's wrong. Dana would never let anyone stay on the imagine card. Imagine they fight yesterday and now they're, you know, fighting. I mean, that's and that's a better fight. I'd rather see it. It's all better fights. That's not really a better fight because Chimaev will take Holland down. I just got done telling you. Yeah, but Holland's got at least a chance. Stop a runny nose. Not really. (laughs) Uh, Well, more of a chance than Diaz. I don't know. I mean, Diaz at least is good off his back. I mean. No, you you get Chimaev on you. There is no good off your back. Well, again, if you're comparing apples to apples, I'd rather have Nate Diaz off his back, you know, with his good jujitsu versus Kevin Holland, who's a fish out of water. Yeah, but I'd rather have Holland's, you know, potential striking. He could he could at least handle on his feet. What's well, they both idea? have the same terrible takedown defense, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I like it better. I like all these fights better. So you said there was one other fight you want to talk about? No, I said I could talk through some of these fights and give you an overview. But I mean, it's really a hard card. Like I said, with those lines. Uh, one thing I just want to make um, you know mention on is that there was a couple underdogs here. The first fight of the night plus one hundred and five, Lanes. Um, he's live. Second fight, Elise Reed plus one hundred and forty. She's live. Um, Tony Ferguson against Li Jing Long at plus 265. He was live. And then you got the other end of the spectrum, like, you know, like I said, minus 800, minus 1200. Very tough card to bet. And I'm thrilled that football's here. And it can kind of, I don't want to say get lost in the shuffle, but, you know, you come out with one or two bets rather than being forced into four to six because this really is a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. We got college football tomorrow. We got NFL this weekend. So if we can just get a couple winners out of this. Plus, Mike, you can't put money bets together right now. Four fights are going to change. Well, you can't do anything right now because there's so much going on up in the air. uh, Hold on. Hold on. I don't know if this is official, but I'm seeing Diaz versus Ferguson, Lee versus D-Rod. Wow, Tommy, you said that possibly. I mean, he would add a game on. Oh, no, Lee versus D-Rod. I told you. I nailed the whole thing. Chimea. All we need is Chimea of Holland. If that happens, I'm going to be really shocked. And then you're going to have to fucking apologize with that other fucking jerk. I don't know if they can do that. In the FanDuel shirt. (laughs) All right, here we go. So somebody inside D-Rod's camp, Daniel Rodriguez, confirmed off the record that Rodriguez has been offered about against Li Jingliang at tomorrow night's UFC. What would they do to me, guys? And accepts. Rodriguez is now. That's why you talk (laughs) a lot, Bill, so I can get my fucking amazing predictions out. If I would have sat there and shut the fuck up, I would have never got that out so that you could all see the motherfucking champ champ is here. They're just waiting on Ji Liang to accept, and then that fight would be made, which means they each lost their opponent, which means Holland and Ferguson, which means that they're going to keep Cosmot on the card. I mean, which means Tommy Jew's right. Mike, what do you like in football? Wait a second. There's like somebody missing here. 
No, it's those. They, they just I mean, swapped them. Dude. I just I can't imagine that that. This is I mean, all a plan. Wow. It was all planned. Dana found out three days ago. Chimaya was That's, that, that's the part where you lose me. I mean, no, but, but but he scripted. There's nothing a fight to argue with, about proposing and supporting. Wait, what I know. What are the chances? Chimaya's fighting with Holland yesterday. Why would Chimaya fight with Holland? He's not even fighting Holland. I agree I with all that, but I, where you lose me is that Dana did. That does not they happen. They fucking put him together. This um, is all a fucking scripted play, dude. Chimayev. We're going to lose Chimayev Diaz. This sounds like a WWE racket. <laughs> what it is. What does your new conspiracy sidekick have to say about this? Do you buy into Tommy saying that Dana White knew days ahead that yes, he was going to miss weight? He so he approached the Chimayev camp, told him to miss weight. He missed weight, it by 10 pounds. What did he get Bill, you let me, that let me lay it Bill, I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm on Tommy's side. Bill, here's Dana two days ago. Dana, we just got word Chimayev's 18 pounds overweight. Okay, here's Dana. Here's Dana a couple oh, days ago. He's got his flip it. phone, and he's saying, how many pay-per-views are we trending for? Great. How does it look overseas? Wonderful. What time can I walk in and see the intro? That's what right. Dana's doing. Yeah, no, no, you're wrong. I know you know the back end. This situation I'm is wrong. different. How dare you? He got a fucking phone call. There's no Burt Watson there anymore. The nerve of this guy. He's got a bunch of idiots. He gets a phone call. Chimayev's 26 pounds overweight, and we got three days. What Dana got that phone call. Yeah. Dana goes, oh, got maybe he got a phone call from the new Burt Watson to tell him. Dana goes, oh, fuck. If we lose him, we're not selling pay-per-views. What do we do? Well, why don't we do this? Go talk to Nate. See if Nate will fight fucking Lekakui. Kakui, will you fight Nate? Okay, good. Once we do that, Liang and D-Rod have to fall in line. We'll have Chimayev start a fight with Holland. That way we can we'll have him start for that. a fight with Holland. a better fight with Diaz Ferguson. I agree with a lot of them there. Man, Fuck on. you too. You're fighting whether you like it or not. Tommy G wins. That's what's happening. See you tomorrow, Chimayev. You'll like, be on the card. Mike said before that there was a fight in the back, and then I, he said something. And Holland and Chimayev, who are now fighting. Come on. So he, said, he said like there was a Chechnyan involved. <laughs> so what happened originally is Holland fighting Holland got into, into an argument. Chimayev threw a front kick at Kevin Holland's chest. Who throws a front kick in the back? And then when Diaz happened to be walking in in the middle of the brawl with 30 of his guys, then his guys got into it with Chimayev's guys and chairs were thrown. And yes, I saw a video of a Chechenian coming over the top like a fucking wrench. <laughs> and would look like either like a, a sports book or some type of a restaurant. But I also ah. dropped in the chat another interesting thing that it was reported that Chemayev was in a restaurant <clears throat> last night eating for hours, like literally eating <laughs> in front of everybody for hours, it said. Hours. It said he was drinking, drinking sparkling water, but eating the night before weigh-ins. Was the Chechny in there? He, dude, oh, he's got I, 40 of them, Bill. I got 50 texts, Bill. How does he yeah, miss by nine pounds? 40. My response was one word. You got to see the video I saw. Intentionally. That's I how mean, there was chairs it. being thrown. People fight in security. Oh, that happens every fucking day. McGregor threw a chair through a bus and nothing got It was there. a dolly. Yeah, a dolly yeah. through a bus. Uh, Mike, give me a couple NFL plays before we get out of here. We'll be on a round oh, table. We're, we're sure shit. Now, I'm going to bury the biggest story trending right now on Twitter and in our chat room is that I did kick off my uh, September Spectacular <laughs> event last story. night with um, a five-unit bet. Very fucking confident. And let me say this. If you missed the five-unit bet and you were live in our draft that I dominated, then I said, take <laughs> Buffalo now, minus 160. You go, oh, let them score for it. No, that's not how you live bet. You take them plus 160. And if you miss that, 
I said later on, take Buffalo minus six and a half. They are the better team on both sides of the ball. They're dominating the game. They turned the ball over three times on the other side of the Four. 50. Anybody, no, up until that point, it was three. And anyone watching that game can tell that Buffalo was going to win. To get 10-10 at the half, and you had Buffalo at minus 110, I mean, if you didn't ship the Sherbert oh, right there, then you shouldn't watch in live bet because anybody could have seen last night Buffalo was going to win that game. Yep. And they and should have put up a 50. Yeah, spot. I didn't even know, Mike. So we cashed to kick off to the uh, September Spectacular, and we're right back on it. I mean, uh, how do you weekend. not use September to remember? Because it's the December to remember campaign. Well, no, that's already been tarnished. You got to move to a different what do you month. mean tarnished? We won 20 something units and we won. Yeah, you, you left everyone once the Christmas came around. Well, no, we hit our goal, stated objective of going to <laughs> oh, units. It might give me a game for this week. We're the goals not- to win, Tommy. It is goal, so he stopped, Bill. Uh, did he just, I stopped. Is he a real person? Is he a real person? Well, if anybody wants to follow yesterday, along, he tried to tell us in the hashtag. Yesterday, uh, my stated objective is to win 20 units during the September spectacular, and we're already up 3.73. Uh, what if you win 20 units? What I saw this last night, stop? live betting is going to be very strong for me in the early on. So I'm going to share it out as well. That part of the campaign, I will be live betting. From what I saw last night, I have a very good feel that I'm going to be able to tell right away the way they're setting these lines because that that live line all last night was wrong. It was wrong all yeah, night. It was wrong all even minus one six. It was, it was all wrong all night. Even to Bill's point <laughs> about the props on Cooper Cup. Yeah. What'd yeah, you say well, about one sixty? I'm sorry. I, I no, I said even to one sixty was wrong. Yeah, at that time, I mean yeah. Buffalo was the better. But that was a good job by you continuing to talk and change topics to think I won't go back to the fact that yesterday right. during our draft you said. When you put your draft pick in, Bill said, hey, are you going to press the button? And you said, I already hit the button. ESPN's slow. Hey, can I ask you a question? I mean, how do you just Didn't you miss your pick last so night fun. in auto-draft, uh, Dak Prescott? What? Anybody, I mean, anybody that misses their pick in auto-drafts should put their head in a hole. Well, so no, not if it was, a, me it was sense, a technical error. No. And so I'd also like to ask the software, both of you, had a how do you block? feel about your QB starter? I mean, it's great. WR1. And your tight end one collectively scoring what like 13 points last night i'm well, gonna take I, all your money again in the weekly bets the i didn't have a league, tight end or the a, portland sutton and uh a rob bet versus my guys dj moore and marquis that was not a good taking start your money there not keep it start. coming you want to bet on that league from last night how's yeah. that prescott treating you who do you like this weekend We're i'm the nfl on. expert here all right mike final words no yeah, I, got more. Give you, give you I got more i got more final words is time, get to the round table tonight if you want to waste his time on this you don't get to pick do you have any bets for the people <laughs> for fucking sunday you have 30 seconds do you have any bets I mean, I'm not just going to give my bets here. All right, no, if you want to talk it. through some games or <laughs> no, ask me a question, I'll be happy to tell you. It's 320. Or give an overview. It's 320. You've been on for 20 minutes. You have a 10-minute break. And the people want me to be on for 340. No, they don't. Read those No, they don't. We're down to 156 viewers. They're all I want to go home. Yeah. You are home. I want to go out. All right. No last comments. Sign up. Roundtable tonight. Live betting. September Spectacular is here, folks. And we will win 20 units. 154. They're, they're signing off by the Let's second. go. Sign up now. Send me a DM. I'll no, send you my yeah, picks right now. Send me a DM. You might as well fucking take a paper airplane and throw it at uh, your you. You ask our Daniel. I hope it gets to the fucking queen. You know, Daniel, every week. That's my Write guy. Write a note on a paper airplane. Fly it out your window to the queen. You got a better chance of getting a response than Mike's queen. Yeah. queen is no max. <laughs> Did you see Prince Charles today? Look like Dracula. He came in with a big cape. Did you see that? Line up and collect on Monday. Right.
Send me a DM. I put the chalk on the September Spectacular. Yeah, everyone DM Mike. And Howie, you'll come out from behind the curtain on Monday. Rackets, final words. Uh, let's get some futures in the fucking U.S. Open final this weekend. Let's go. Bill Rupp, final words. I already said it. Let's All go. All right. Evan Hand, final words and the raffle. Yeah, that's why I hopped on that. We had Maybe 200 people. Point, bro, you know I'm on point. We had 200 people in here at one point, and uh, we only have 45 people enter the, the raffle. We got 155 retards. You need the retards to keep Bonkers. the fucking show going. Uh, I donated my entry to Nick the Champ. Damian Collins is the winner. Damian Collins. Damian Collins, right up. Damian Collins, we need your email address and your name. Yes. Don't email. I think his name is Damian Collins. <laughs> I mean, that could be a makeup name. How does, where does he send that to, Bill? How does he get that information to you so that we could be within the NICO's process? Just get it to us. Get it. <laughs> DM me. DM me on Twitter. And then you can also DM, DM me. You can need DM, DM one of us. Oh, please, DM on the TikTok account, please. Please DM, DM Evan with that information, Damien. Please. <laughs> or Bill's going to be in trouble. Your name and your email address. That's it. That's it. All right. Evan, final words outside of that. I'm so excited for this weekend. We will see you Monday. Next Monday. Week. New bat time. New bat channel. Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Stay cash and show. Big weekend, guys. Full UFC card. We got fucking we got NASCAR playoffs going on. We got US Open getting down to the finals. We got baseball. We got college football bonanza. And then we have Denver the granddaddy of them all. And if, shut up, I'm talking. And then we have the granddaddy of them all, NFL weekend. This stupid fucking ogre-looking motherfucker down here who thinks he could just do what he wants doesn't understand the term final fucking words. September so my final words are good luck. Sign up for four deep bets. And stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!